This is Laura Hay sitting in for Austin Comerton for Irish Radio Canada with a special edition interviewing all of the 2017 Ottawa Rose applicants. We're currently here in Canada's capital, Ottawa, on a very cold Sunday morning with four amazing women around the table. Each of these individuals applied to become the 2017 Ottawa Rose to participate in the Rose of Tralee International Festival. The Rose of Tralee is one of Ireland's largest and longest running festival and it's celebrating 58 years in 2017, hard to believe. At the heart of the festival, it's a selection of the Rose of Tralee, who is an individual who captures the essence of the song Rose of Tralee, written in the 19th century as a bit of a love song for, um, for a young woman, Mary O'Connor. At the heart of the festival, then, you have women coming from all around the world to celebrate their Irish ancestry and also the accomplishments of the modern Irish woman. So here in Ottawa, we have our Ottawa Selection Weekend take place every March, coinciding with the Ottawa Irish Festival. We're bringing to you interviews of our applicants, as I mentioned, and we're starting off with Samantha Cambridge. So, Samantha, I'd like you to introduce yourself to the audience. Um, please let us know who is sponsoring you in this weekend and a bit about your Irish roots. Perfect. Well, my name is Samantha Cambridge. I'm 25 years old. I was born and raised in Montreal. Um, I'm currently working in radio, actually, which I adore. My sponsor for this weekend is the Irish Embassy Pub and Grill. Um, I have a really personal connection with the pub because I had worked alongside the owner, Paul Quinn, last year. He was Grand Marshal of the Montreal St. Patrick's Day Parade. So as soon as he heard about the Rosa Chili, he was like, I have to be your sponsor for this one. Um, I'm looking forward to everything this weekend, uh, especially the selection process and meeting everybody involved with the Irish community in Ottawa specifically. That's great to hear. Now, you're currently living in Verdun, Quebec, uh, with an interesting media and communications career. I want to learn a little bit more about that. I feel like this is old hat for you. <laughs> well, actually, um, I went to university to study politics and law. My plan after university was to go directly to law school. That was my plan pretty much throughout my teenage years and my early years in university. Um, and then one day a radio station came to my college and was looking for interns, just part-time interns, and it sounded fun. This was about five years ago. And so I joined up, and I just fell in love, absolutely. The whole industry, um, behind the scenes, on air, it is exactly what's for me. And so there's a lot of ad hoc reacting addressing emergency situations, dead air, that sort of thing. You're, you're used to that. Oh, yes, uh, especially on my side. I work for live events. So we, whenever we send the radio station out into the city to either broadcast or do a remote, that's me. I organize it all behind the scenes. So even if I'm not working, um, I'm working. Like, I brought my work phone with me this weekend, and my team's out on two different events. And I'm always like, do I want to check in on them yeah. or not? Um, but, yeah, it's a lot of... Things you don't expect, usually. I think everybody in radio has some stories that could make you, like, shake your head. Yeah, always having that in the back of your mind, constantly multitasking. Oh, yeah. Now, as I understand it, you also had another interesting summer job uh, south of the border. Oh, yes. Um, two summers ago, I completed, it was called the um, 
international program at Disney World where they take students from all over the world to go work at any of their water parks or their theme parks in Orlando. Um, I worked at Epcot, actually, which is where Canada's home base is. They actually have 11 countries there, and everybody who works in those 11 countries in the theme park come from the country. So um, Canada was staffed by Canadians from all over the country. We wore plaid maple leaf dresses for the entire summer, uh, and we lived together in these apartment complexes for three months, which was just amazing. Oh, so then I I would assume because you had the Canada experience in the states, you're prepped and ready for Canada 150. Oh yeah, I have. I can answer all the questions. We don't live in igloos. We don't all speak French. <laughs> we don't all have moose friends. You're covering things well. <laughs> Now, um, just for everybody tuning in, we're talking right now with Samantha Cambridge. She is our Irish Embassy Pub Grill Rose for 2017. Samantha, now you've completed your degree at Concordia, but this wasn't the only university you attended. No, um, during my time at Concordia, actually, I was given the opportunity to go study in Ireland for a year, actually. So I studied at what was then known as the National University of Ireland in Manuk. They've since changed the name. It's Manuk University, so it's less of a mouthful when I'm explaining it to people. But um, I actually got to live and study there for an entire year. I lived with my cousin, who actually lived only one town over. Small world. It was a small world. Um, the coincidence is she had moved probably about a month before I moved. Because she was living in uh, in the West Coast, and then her husband got sort of transferred, and he moved there, and they're like, oh, you're a 15-minute drive from your college, (laughs) which was a blast. And the university experience was just awesome. Um, College in Ireland is an experience. Mm -hmm. Um, I had gone to university about 15 minutes from where I grew up, so it was like I'd go to school, I'd come home, I'd go to school, I'd come home. It never felt like the college experience you'd expect. Mm -hmm. In Ireland, you're there, and everybody is so welcoming. There's events, there are workshops, there are speeches throughout the entire year. It's just such an immersive experience. It's great to hear. So then you have had the experience of living both in Canada and in Ireland. Yes. Now, upon your return home, you got quite involved with the Montreal St. Patrick's theme and festivities (laughs) over the course of the year. Um, You were last year's queen. Yes, I was. Um, So in Montreal, it's the United Irish Societies who puts on the St. Patrick's Day Parade. It's actually, this year, it's our 194th consecutive parade, so it's one of the longest running outside of Ireland, and it is massive. Um, On a good year, they expect probably between 250 and 300,000 people lining the streets on a year with maybe the weather like this year. It might not be uh, as hefty. For those of you tuning in, so yesterday we had the St. Patrick's Parade in Ottawa, and it was a balmy minus 27 with the wind chill. So it was a a brisk morning for all of the marchers outside. And so what was what was the key component within um, your year and being selected to the, the Queen? Well, basically, when you're selected as Queen, you're chosen to be the ambassador for the Irish community in Montreal. So you spend that year going out into the community, but whether it be at different community events, media events, um, even just little receptions thrown throughout the city to sort of represent your community, explain to people who might not know what your community is, what it is, mm-hmm. explain your values, um, the values of the community, the values of the young women in the community especially, because uh, I wasn't alone. They choose one queen and four princesses. 
So I was with four completely accomplished, wonderful young women for 12 months as mm-hmm. we got to explain to people just how amazing it is to be Irish in Canada. Yeah. And so there's a huge public speaking component. To oh, that. yeah. The selection process itself actually is a three-tiered public speaking contest. Mm-hmm. Um it is mostly prepared, so you have one speech you give about yourself. That's the first round. The second round, they'll give you a topic of Irish interest. So it's sort of like an academic speech. Um, I got to speak about the Alien Pipes, which was great because I play music as well. Okay. So I got to kind of immerse myself into it, and I do want to learn how to play eventually. Um, and then actually the third round is um, a stage interview. They give you a random question. You don't know what's coming, and you have to explain in two minutes, <laughs> how you would best represent the community. Well, thanks for that rundown. It's interesting, too, because the structure of the Rosa Trulli International Festival is quite similar in that individuals have interviews one-on-one, but there is a huge component of being out in the public, speaking on behalf of the festival. So um, we can see a lot of alignments between the Rosa Trulli International Festival and the efforts that... Montreal has with their St. Patrick's Day Parade and the Queen in the Court. I want to thank you very much for your time, Samantha, and best of luck for the rest of the day. Thank you for having me.